Give me an L. Whoa, I got your L. I got your L. Give me an I. Whoa, I got your I. I got your I. Give me a B. Whoa, I got your B. I got your B. Give me an R. Whoa, I got your R. I got your R. Give me an A. Whoa, I got your A. I got your A. What does that spell? Libras. Woo, 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 woo. Blood club boy, your danto one. Big up your danto boy, post pine. Y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Checkpoint. I know it's been a minute, but um, 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 we've been on strike too. You know, we stand with the strike. For the writers and the actors. We're going to go with that. Hope you guys have been doing well. Swell. And um, having a good time. Summer is now over. Oh my God. I'm not. No, oh my God. It's okay. Y'all can still go to Pound Town. Anytime that your sneaky link is around town. Um, or when your man is in town, you know, or whatever you into. So don't give up hope yet for your guts being rearranged the way that you want to. Um, I'm not in that number at the time. I'm just, you know, chilling and minding my business. You know what I'm saying? But it has been a good, 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 good time um, the last you know, a couple of weeks for me. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to talk about. PLC! And how she changed my life. Yet again. Mm. Oh, a couple of weekends ago, we saw Beyonce in Houston. Some friends and, and myself and y'all, before, I, let me, <laughs> I'm going to talk about this later on in the episode. I just want to say Beyonce sang every fiber of her existence out of her throat, her throat with a K, throat. And the stadium, see, let me repeat, because I know a lot of you girls are not used to that. No shade to the House of Blues, no shade to the, you know what I'm saying? You know, you 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 gotta, you know, cry before you walk and walk before you run, all this stuff. But Beyonce voice just made the entire stadium just vibrate, the vibrato. And her voice was so strong and so rich. Oh, this woman, this after this show, I don't want to hear any more of you tit mouth ass bitches say anything about Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter when it comes to her singing her entire Louisiana Popeye ass. Off, you understand what I'm saying? Like Beyonce is a vocal list. That woman 
has studied so much about her voice, about instruments that fits her voice, about how to make her voice become like those instruments. Beyonce is a true student to her craft. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about her and, you know, what y'all be saying. Y'all be saying she's a descendant for, for, from Tabitha, from the Salem Witch Trials, all that stuff. Though she talks about, anyway, um, all that blah, 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 blah. That woman is a pure talent. Understand what I'm saying? Talent from God. <sighs> now... Now that we got her bar girl group ass out the way, because we will discuss her later on. If you can't spell or if you don't know letters, um, Libra season is what I spelled out. Why did I spell season? So let me stop lying. But I did spell out Libra because it is my birthday season. And I'm so excited because I turned 30 in a couple of weeks. Oh my God. I'm really transitioning into being a man, man, man. Wait. You know what I mean. Like, I am growing up. I'm just so happy. Like, oh, my God. Thank you, baby. Oh, my God. Wayne, I love you so much. Wayne, no, no, Wayne. Like, no, like, I'm obsessed, Wayne. Like, I'm obsessed. You're this man. Found me on Southside Jamaica Queens. No, but for real, I turned thirty in a couple of weeks. I'm super excited, super blessed. I am looking forward to seeing what God has in store for me for this chapter, and I will be headed to PVR um, down in Mexico on my birthday, and I will probably try to do something special down there for you guys, but. Lately, I've been into, you know, living life and having fun as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, a couple of things. We're not going to make this this first part um, lengthy. What's on the agenda? Y'all, it's this white girl that's going around. Um, she's going around on social media. Let me find her name. White girl who interviews black rappers. What is her name? Oh my, Bobby Adhoff, Bobby Adderall, Bobby um, Alternative. I don't know her last name, but she's a white girl. Looked like she could have been on the Chiss Squad and quit to, you know, be more to herself and, you know, be the awkward girl that she was destined to be. But the thing that I have concerning this white woman, um, and it's partially her, and of course, it also has to do with my people. When I say my people, not my gay people, um, the other intersectionality that I have, which is black, um, I will address you niggers soon, but... So this girl has created a platform where she basically interviews people. When I say people, let me be more specific. She interviews black talent from um, rappers and 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 um, like 
social media influencers. That's her. That's her little jish or whatever. She does that. But here's the thing. <sighs> little Bobby Alternative. She has this chick of profiting off of black talent by proximity and using their names and their brands to get clickbait because oddly there's still an obsession to see a white woman mingle and navigate black culture in a way where she can be the subject i don't get it never get it because move around get you some business try to incorporate a lifestyle that is um I don't know, girl, that goes along with whatever white, blue-eyed stuff that y'all do. But um, uh, it's it's giving very much so culture vulture. I don't know if y'all realize this. And this is where I get to talk to um, my niggers. And I mean that with all love, but I do mean that with an ER. Um, we have got to stop allowing people to come within our culture and infiltrate it in a way where they profit off, off of it and collect their coins and then leave and then disrespect the same culture that they were able to build off of. This has been done time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. So I don't understand why y'all keep falling for the okie doke, bro. Like, this girl was in a club with, with Sukiana. Very awkward. That's her thing. And people are like, oh, she's just having fun. No, 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 no. We have got to start gatekeeping some shit because eventually there's going to be more monetizing off of how white people are or how none black people can infiltrate our culture and soak up what they can from it and take it back to their um producers or their managers or their telling teams while we are left with piss poor contracts and uh, this is no shade this is no shade to cheat set offset did an interview with her when it went viral Cool, 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 whatever. Offset is supposedly to be on a press run for his upcoming music or his recent music. Offset is making that girl more profit than he's making profit off of his own music. And again, that ain't no shade. I just I'm just I'm just stating facts out here. I'm just I'm just stating facts out here. His music has not had as much traction as that interview had. And it's because people want to see her navigate through a conversation with Offset. Now, people say that Offset ate her up, playfully, I'm pretty sure, ate her up on that platform. However, Offset does not really reap the benefits of that platform like she does. It didn't even really help his music in any way. So the whole thing with Sukiana, like 
y'all keep allowing these people to infiltrate the culture because you assume that your self-preservation has something to gain and feed off of when in the end you left out here broke busted and disgusted why they profit off of it stop that stop that first it was iggy azalea then it was offset wife stop that stop it close the gate gate keep the gate please and before um before offset wife and iggy Miley Cyrus did the same thing. They infiltrate the culture, they profit off of, and then they disappear. Or they get pushed out because someone that's white adjacent, Doja, um, can come and fill that spot. Now, let me rewind. Doja is a very, very talented rapper. I adore her. However, it is also a truth that she is filling that void that the culture had once they started to realize that there are other female rappers um that could fill that void once cardi you know kind of got like pushed to the side because of all the other up-and-coming talents so stop that please stop that if you can just stop reposting her as much as possible i don't want to see that white girl on my timeline um Hold up, y'all. Let me see. Okay, I'll respond to that person later. Lastly, because I told y'all we're going to do this real quick because I actually want to talk about Beyonce later on. I've been watching the Braxton Family Values again, and the Braxtons came out. I was a junior in high school, so I want to say like 2011, maybe late 2010, early 2011, around that time frame. But if you know me, you know that I am a true, true, true fan of Tony Michelle Braxton. You know what I'm saying? I know 99% of her catalog, including the Christmas album. I love Tony Braxton. I grew up on Tony Braxton's tone, her. Her technique, her style, her charisma, her sultriness. I, I love Tony Breston. And I also love me some Tamar Esteem Breston. So I dive back into that rabbit hole because, of course, you know, binge watching things and people being on strike, we don't really have much to watch until television comes back in full mode. But I started to realize that, um, my favorite Tony wasn't always as innocent as I thought she was. Tony was problematic, not severely problematic. Like, like oh, you need to be counsel Tony, counsel Tony Bryson. No, 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 no. I mean, her finances did that more. Well. But Tony used to get away with a lot of things that people thought Tamar got away with. There's an episode on the Bryson, and you got to go watch it. It's if you have Roku, it's on the Roku app for free. Like. The first four seasons. They all in like a sister retreat and sister therapy. And God knows they had so many sister therapy episodes. Jesus. But 
Dr. Sherry, who's everybody's doctor when it comes to therapy in Atlanta, including Portia and Dennis and other people. Dr. Sherry was like, Tony, you know, okay, what is it that you want to say to, to, to Tracy? May Tracy rest in peace. Tony had the gall. Tony had the African-American ass gall and audacity to tell Tracy that what she needs from her as a sister is for Tracy to lose 20 to 30 pounds. Y'all, can you imagine? Imagine if you got a sibling and somebody tell your sibling that they, that your sibling tells you rather that you need to lose 20 to 30 pounds in order for y'all bond to get back to what it used to be. Baby, baby, when I tell you that the people in my family, the siblings that my mom have and the sibling that she is, Tony would have been slapped on national television. Bitch, how you gonna tell me in order for me to be a better sister to you? You want me to take my fat ass to the gym to lose 20 to 30 pounds. What am I doing to you, Tony? What am I doing to you? Am I sitting on your couch too long, Tony? Am I leaving dents in your goddamn couch, Tony? What am I doing to you? Do I cause your limo to lean on one side? What am I doing to you, Tony? 20 to 30%. Tracy should have reached across to Wanda and slapped that damn wig crooked off of Tony. Talking about she got to lose her gut. Tracy used to be a pretty girl, but now that gut, it got me thinking that she don't really care about herself like that. That gut ain't cute. I mean, it's it's cute to be thick, but it, just letting yourself go. Like, that ain't cute. Tony, what the fuck? Tony, Tony, Tony. No tea, no shade. Your weight has went up and down. And when your weight went down sometimes, it wasn't because that you wanted it to be. It was because of an illness. Just because people are thin or thinner does not mean that they're healthy. She was in Hollywood too long. And a bitch that, that got her shit confiscated twice can tell me shit about where to be in a gym. You need your ass in a financial literacy class, ma'am. But again, Tony, I love you. I'm just saying, Tony, if I was your sister, that's what I would have said to you, Tony. It's, it's nothing, no shame. I'm just saying. Um, and Evelyn, their mom, this is the thing about watching watching certain things as you get older. Their mom was a problem. Evelyn was the very reason why the sisters felt entitled to each other's success and entitled to each other's lives more than what they should have been. Um, I, I read the book, Tony Braxton book, because again, I am a fan of Tony Michelle Braxton. I read the book and part of the book, Tony says that when her mom, when she called her mom to let her know that she signed a deal with um, LA and uh, uh, I was gonna say Bobby Brown Lower and Babyface, the first thing her mom said was, the devil trying to tear out this family and you gotta come back and get your sisters, Tony. And Tony was like, well, damn, can I get a congratulations? So from that point on, Evelyn set the, the expectation that no matter what one sister is able to do, all sisters should be a part of it. 
So as we see Tamar navigate the whole new success that she found, because you can tell, honestly tell that Tony and Tamar are the true workers of the family, even now with their careers. Tawanda ain't doing none. Um, Tracy ain't doing none. But Tamar and Tawanda definitely are. Um, I mean, Tamar and Tony, yeah, Tamar, too many T's. But the sisters seem to have had a problem with Tamar at the time because they was like, you know, she she being secretive. She got the spin out show Tamar Vince and didn't tell us and dip, 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 dip. And Tracy, like, why you got to use somebody else's platform to to get what you want? Why you got to use somebody else's platform? You step on somebody. Tamar did what she was supposed to do. Y'all set y'all ass around trying to wait for Tony to give y'all connections and green lights and shit before you took your step further. Tamar said, first of all, anybody know the background behind the show? It was Tamar's idea to do the television show. So it's actually her platform, boo. She helped create it. Outside of that, Tamar said, I'm not about to wait around anymore. I'm about to use this platform, this attention, whether good and bad, and I'm about to milk it and go for the spotlight in a way that I know my talent can sustain. Now, do I agree with the way Tamar has made decisions throughout her solo career? Absolutely the fuck not. Um, I do not agree with everything that Tamar has did, but Tamar seized that platform and capitalized because she knew that's what you were supposed to do with that platform. Tawanda, Tracy, may she rest in peace, and Trina were a bunch of fucking charades from Atlanta Housewives. Charade has done nothing with that platform at all, but say spring, summer, fall, $200 for a sweatshirt and $500 for some shades. That's all Sheree has done. And moments in the Braxton's, you can see Tony and Evelyn not come to Tamar defense, knowing that the girls just did not want to work like Tamar did or like Tony did. And now they mad. And it reminded me of like why sometimes I cannot go back and watch certain things because I honestly almost started to dislike Evelyn and dislike Tony because like when you see things through a different lens, it's like, ooh, yikes, I don't want to watch this no more. I'll turn take my mic off. I don't want to be here no more. But yeah, I've been watching it again. Like it's really, really good, y'all. If y'all want to go back and watch the Bradstons, I highly suggest it. That's when the country was in a good place and we had order in this hellhole that we call the United Shits of America. Um, yeah, go to Roku and watch that. Now the passions in your seat we are like the ordinary family. Tony, Tony, Miss will teach you a thing to write some family values. This night on the Bryson's Heaven Values. All right, y'all. After we come back from the break, we're going to have a good friend of mine joining us to discuss Renaissance. You are the visual. Hey, all my gym rats out there, I have something to tell you. You probably take pre workout like I do. And if you take pre-workout, you probably hate the jittery feeling 
or you hate being up late at night because you just drank so much of it throughout the week. Animal Pack has now dropped a non-stimulant powder that does not make you lose any value on your gym performance. It keeps you pumped just as much as a stimulant pre-workout does. Head over to animalpack.com. Sign up right now to make your own supplement pack. You can get pre-workout, post-workout, wellness, muscle building, fat burners, everything that you need to make your gym sessions custom for you. Again, try the non-stimulant powder. I'm telling you, you don't lose gym performance. It keeps you going just as much as the C4s, as the Bane's. Animalpack.com. Try it today. Hey, people. We are back from our first break. This has to probably going to be on the morning time. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but, guys, we got a very special guest with me, my good friend, my cousin, Robert. Hey, Robert. What's up? How you doing? I've had better days, but <laughs> I'm making them. Yeah, you was out last night for a long time. We were out last All night. All right, so the first episode. <laughs> yeah, y'all probably seen. Exposed all. Yeah, y'all probably seen us on social media um, for two weekends in a row, actually, now at this point. Well, really, not you. Last weekend, it wasn't you, it was me. But this weekend, this what well, this it ain't the damn weekend. <sighs> this past Wednesday on September twenty seventh, we went out and we had a great time. And Robert decided to join me. Well, actually, I joined Robert on the window pane. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, but last weekend. Robert and I, we went to, um, I was going to say something that was very um, Illuminati-ish as a joke, but people be taking that shit seriously. We went to a healing circle um, known as the Renaissance House, and we got to see Mother, the one and only, Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter, opened up for Blue Ivy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really and truly, really and truly. Ooh, Robert we were going to see Beyonce last Saturday oh uh, and mm-hmm. it was just it was such a magnificent experience I like for the people that are listening I feel bad if y'all have if y'all did not get a chance to see her me too because that concert was really one for the books yeah do you and, do you have withdrawals like do you kind of like I do. I told you, like, I will be opening my refrigerator and I hear, unique. Who are you telling? That's been me all damn week with the whole, like, y'all can't see me, but she do, like, this thing for um, when she blends Sweet Dreams in Eddie and Superstar. And it's like, mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. oh, it's so where, good. Where she goes backwards. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so, 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 so good. So, of course, since we went to go see, um, Beyonce mama and the rest of the gang. <laughs> um, we needed to dive deep into how it made us feel. So before we talk about the Renaissance 
the concert itself. Um, is there a such thing? Well, pause. Is there a difference between concert and tour? A uh, show? Yes. What? Some people say, I, I'm going to go to a tour. But like, do you say, I'm going to go to a concert? You're going to say, you're going to go to a concert because the tour is multiple concerts, basically. It always sounds weird when you when I say like when I say concert, but it's on that kind of level. Like I think of concert being like no shade, this is no shade, like Coco Jones, right? But for some reason, saying it about a Beyonce show, a show. Well, what, what would you say other than concert? Or I guess you could just say I'm going to see Beyonce. That's that's that feels the sentence for me. <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna start I mean, saying when I go to the store. That, you people automatically know who you're talking about versus like I could go to work and be like, oh, I'm going to see Coco Jones. And they'd be like, who is that? But I can go to work and say, I'm going to see Beyonce. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Like they automatically know who that is. Oh, yeah. So that's fast. So Coco, you do concerts, Beyonce do shows. All right. So Coco, we love you. Just in case. Uh, <laughs> Robert Santa put me in it just in case. <laughs> I don't mind staying 10 toes down, baby. I'm being blocked by words. Um, yeah. But before we talk about the the show, though, like, thinking back to last year, like, did you think that Renaissance, the album itself, would shift culture the way that it's done? I, I didn't. Like, I'm a Beyonce stan. So, the crazy part about this album is that I've always wanted, we all know that I like to dance. Mm -hmm. And one thing I have always wanted from Beyonce was I've always wanted a dance album mm -hmm. where everything is like, all tracks are just filled with bops. Like I'm finna dance from track one all the way to track 13, 14, having tracks is on there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when this, when she released this album, like I had no idea just how much of an impact it was going to be to the world, not just people of our like community, but mm -hmm. just in general. That's fair. Like she really put this album on the map. She put that shit and on. It like, cause I mean, with you before the concert, y'all, he y'all know he did not see any of the footage. I did not. Oh, let me, me unblock her. Oh my god, I keep forgetting. I thought you unblocked her last, this past weekend. I, I was so caught up in the moment. Oh my God. Yeah. I was I saw like all of the the stuff that was going on at every concert and what was going on and you know what who was there. Him on the other hand, he ain't see nothing. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like this tour and this album alone brought out so many people from the guy from I don't know if y'all seen this show, but The Last of Us on HBO Max. And to like Vanessa Hudgens, to you know Coco Jones, and then you have Kate Hudson, like Katy Perry. Kate Hudson went, huh? Kate Hudson went to a show. I love yeah, that. Her and Katy Perry went together. Her and Fabletus. I know that's right. So like to see so many different people go, like you wouldn't have thought that when she when she announced that she was putting out this album, that so many people were going to enjoy it as much as they mm -hmm. do now. Yeah. It was such a good album. I remember when people were like when the rumors first started about her doing a dance album or whatever, like of of house music, right? 
And people were like, mm-mm, what's that going to sound like? Why would she want to do house? Please don't bring that gay shit out. Mm-mm, that ain't the vibe. That's that white music. mm But I remember talking to a friend. Greedy Tanangela. Um, she didn't really rock with it. Like, she had to, like, give herself some time. And I said, that's fine. Beyonce knew that this is a piece of art that's going to take some people a couple of listens to understand the whole feeling and what it's meant to do. And I think that's why she didn't release individuals because if she released the visuals, you get lost in the visuals, which is what Cardi B do. You get lost in the visuals and people forget how the music is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think she was very intentional this time around more than ever with any other album to just let her music speak for her goddamn name. Yes. And I think the world listened in the way that they kind of listened to when she dropped Beyonce. You know how like the industry was like, oh girl, we releasing albums on this day now? Yeah. Okay, let me call my manager. But this time around it was like, she ain't got no videos. She ain't really promoting like that. That thing. How is this done? It was, and I like, I know a few people like that where they had to give the album, you know, it had to grow on them. Say their names. Huh? Say their names. I'm not. No, we just shame them. Shame them now. I said their names. I'm not saying no names. However, I, from the moment that I heard Break My Soul, I wish y'all could have seen me. Because at the time, I was living in a four-bedroom apartment. So when it dropped, I scurried on in my room, and I grabbed my AirPods, and I put them mugs on. And when that beat dropped, baby, ass was being thrown all in throughout the apartment. Like, nobody can stop me. Like, it was for me, it was a banger. For everyone else, it was like, it has to grow on me. But once you listen to the album in its entirety... You see how perfectly it fits, like Unbreak My Soul fits into that album. And so I appreciated the fact that she, because she could have, baby, she could have released Heated first. But I don't know if the girls would have been ready for that. And so Break My Soul was a very much so commercial bop. But then when you listen to the album, ain't many of them other songs on there as a commercial bop. And Beyonce hasn't been commercial for a long time. That's why people get caught up. People get caught up in the whole Taylor Swift kind of thing, or like Rihanna, where when Rihanna used to clock in for work, people used to like kind of get you know by numbers and stuff. But Beyonce don't give a damn about commercial. She is the commercial success. Like she knows for a fact, girl. I've been there. That number that you just did, that's cute. That's cute, but your music is is it is it going to last? And she keeps showing people, it's not really about the numbers. It's really about the impact that your music has, and right. that brings me to. So I was in the studio with her, in my head, and I honestly think Beyonce said to herself, "I want to make an album that." I don't really need to do too much arranging on a tour. So if not every artist can do a tour or do a show, right, with the songs in order, like sometimes they like arrange things and, you know, follow along or whatever. 
but the the way this album is structured and i said this when i first heard it because robert you and i both said when you when we first played the album a lot of folks actually did this you didn't know that the song had changed until you really got to the end of break my soul right when she going to church girl because the album it's as if like it's as if you keep taking a hat off and there's another hat and there's another hat and there's yes. another hat and there's another hat. Yes. It, she already had to have this tour in mind when she said round of applause at the end of the album. Cause she knew that's what it's going to be at the end of the show. Correct. And I believe, and it's funny because someone, my friend Nicholas, he just sent me, I don't know if you remember that, uh, Clip. I don't know if it was leaked or like if one of them three girls put it out. But do you remember the clip where it's a uh, it's uh audio of Kelly, Michelle, and Beyonce on the phone call together? Oh yes. And Michelle was like, Kelly's in the she's in there cooking up some soup, and Beyonce's over here cooking up musical soup. And Beyonce was like, I am. I, I am cooking up. So around that time, when she, at that time, I believe is when she was, she was in the studio. Yeah. And this is what, to create this, this body of work. So good. And because not many people can do that, mm-hmm. where they take this album and they transition it to the tour and they play the tracks in order. Yeah. Because some albums, you don't have to play tracks in order. But with, like, I don't think I've ever, ever played this album not in order. Same. I think anytime I've listened to it, and it's like anytime I listen to it, like, say, for example, I want to listen to Heated. I have no choice but to go and listen to the whole album now. I do it every time. If I, because Church Girl is my favorite song. If I play Church Girl, I got to take it back. Correct. To that girl. Correct. But now I think more people, and that's why I say Beyonce sets a standard for herself. Mm-hmm. But she and like, but she also sets a standard for everyone else without mm-hmm. her knowing it. Because yeah. this tour, where do you, where, who has opened for themselves? Who's mm-hmm. ever opened for themselves? Beyonce said, "Girl, get an opener." Ah, <laughs> I, I am that's the opener. Like she said, "You are the visual. I am mm-hmm. the opener. I am the opener." She so said, "Hello." So uh, white man who was on TikTok talking about it was a lackluster and that you know, him out. girl, him go out. suck a dick. And before and and uh, white people who are listening to this because I know some of y'all do because I look at the the demographic in places and a lot of your places are white. I'm so sorry. They fine. <laughs> Th- this album just happens to be fun for y'all because y'all like a little a little one too. Yeah, like the mm, 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 right, you know that's why that's why it works for you, right? But I want to remind y'all this album was really black. It's really it's it's rooted in blackness from the core, from the sounds, the instruments, the samples, the harmonies. It's rooted in black gospel. It's rooted in black queerness. It is rooted in black puss because that's what she put in it. Her entire black. Pulse, you're in this. You just happen to enjoy it. You don't get to critique this album like that. Sit your ass down somewhere, nod your head, or walk out the room and just listen to it because you don't have the right 
I'm sorry. You At all. That's your one human right that you don't have. Like, for this album especially, you don't. Talking about it was lackluster. Your mama lackluster. That's why she had your ass. Because your she was lacking. <laughs> like... <laughs> Anyways, moving on because I don't we're not wasting the space on that man. So the show. The day of the show. Mm. The day y'all let me tell you what Robert did. <clears throat> Wait. <laughs> I've done so many things. So the day of the show, we sitting down waiting and people clapping for, because of Lizzo, but this ain't about Lizzo. So Robert, like he said, he had watched the concert, the show rather. Uh, several times apparently so he knew how it'll be when it's time for her to like you know put heel to pavement when it comes to getting on stage so he said you will see smoke it's smoke it'll be real smoky up in here the light come go down and then like you're gonna see like the, the, the little screen come up or whatever so mind you all we see is fucking smoke because they've been letting smoke out for, for a while so i'm like okay ooh, does this mean that she coming now no it's just smoke robert you just see it <laughs> that we gonna see fucking smoke <laughs> so we was in conversation we was actually finna get on Britney Instagram it was when I had like a little cute little TikTok moment the smoke started to kind of get a little a little hunty like you know like a little graveyard kind of smoke and then here she came all we heard was a chorus playing for Dance Dream Love and that moment on she had us by a fucking juggler baby <laughs> if y'all could have seen our faces, like all three of our faces. There's a, a video of Brittany getting ready to record us. And we are both in the background. And all you see is as soon as Dana She Love starts playing, Darius goes, shoot. <laughs> and y'all can't see my finger. However, his head went from being in the frame he was. so fast, be, removing himself. And if you could have saw me and Britney's faces, the way we lit up and screamed. Oh my God. It was so adorable. It really, like, it really, this, like, like, yes, I saw the footage and video clips from TikTok and on Twitter and stuff like that. But seeing it, seeing that tour or that show in person, it Mm. is a completely different feeling. Like, I could have watched the whole, I know people. That watched the whole tour, her very the the first show that she did for Renaissance when she was in I think Stockholm, Sweden, Stockholm, yeah, yeah, Stockholm, Stockholm. I know people that watched the entire show, and but being there in that moment, you really do you lose all etiquette, you lose all like feeling like there were moments where I. It wasn't recording just because I was just so into this tour. Mm-hmm, like, same, same. it didn't, and it didn't matter what you recorded. Anything you recorded was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. You could have got yeah. her doing uh, a little uh, 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 aerial, huh? Ah, ah, yes. Like, so and it would have been magical. So good. I'm Everything sorry about this. Horrible when I just did that aerial. Uh, Oh, that you was doing when she was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she was, when Ursula was taking her voice. <laughs> but it was kind of a mix of that and Shrek. That's what I heard in my head just you now. Know, I, I heard every when when it when it Did was you, like okay. I'm gonna tell you, Ian. 
One, I know we're, I don't want to get off subject, but let me just say that, and I say this all the time, Darius knows what I be thinking sometimes, most times. Like, he mm. knows where I'm going with certain things. I do. And that's why I really do appreciate him as a friend. Thank you. And because he also knows how to form sentences mm -hmm. when I can't form them myself. <laughs> Not too poor to Jalen. <laughs> you didn't take the shit out of me. So yes. So he knew he knew what I was going for. So mm -hmm. fuck y'all who did things. He knew. <laughs> but you know what though? Speaking of singing, I also think like she made sure that she included vocals on this on this this tour and i listened to the album the the whenever i went back to the gym this week <clears throat> and vocals are laid on the track but the vocal highlights of the album to me is really the the two 70s vibe that's you know plastic on the couch mm -hmm. um i say couch on purpose i know it's plastic on the sofa come down <laughs> plastic on the couch and libra's groove Mm -hmm. um but i think she was like in case you bitches try to play me again Cover. because see the thing is too every year every year but maybe about two times a year people get on the internet and say she can sing that and that's that's how i know you can never really please people that people do it every year. They, they always say, she really can't sing like that. I've heard better vocalists. <laughs> this tour, Beyonce is your vocalist, favorite vocalist. Totally. Let's be clear. They're, they were you know all me, concert. Every last one of them taking notes, taking yeah, notes on how to arrange, how to harmonize. Absolutely. And I love Brandy down. If you know me, Brandy and Tony Braxton are my two favorite vocalists of all time. But the depth that Beyonce showed in her lower register on this tour, she let you bitches know you can give it to me high, you can give it to me low, you can give it to me in the middle, bitch. I'm going to meet you where you at, and this throat is going to go. Correct. Oh Correct. my God, she sang down. Oh, oh my God. And I'm not gonna say what one of my friends told me. Well, it's a mutual friend of ours. Say uh, any name. Whisper it to me. You want me to whisper it to you, Ryan? Mm -hmm. Wow, He's, Ryan. You want to know what he said? He Please. said she lip sync on rather uh, rather die young. I said you are a fucking lie. I'm reporting his Instagram page. Please do. Because I wanted to slap him through the phone. Because a song that she does not perform often, and you think that she's lip syncing to Rather Die Young for people Ryan. who know, really know that song? Ryan, if she didn't lip sync Plastic on the Sofa, you what thought she was going to lip Thank you. Ryan. Ryan, turn it on, turn it on. <laughs> Use your brain. Oh my god, I can't, I can't. They remember, remember when she did Super Bowl? 
Yes. The um and people were saying she was lip syncing. When she was in the cold. Uh-huh. And then and she the, was like Yep. I remember. Yep, and she went to that that, that live com- press conference the next day and was like, in case, okay, okay, girl, you want to be reminded. Exactly. And that's what she did this entire, y'all, Beyonce song in a way I have never heard her sing before. And I've been a fan since she first said, no, 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 no. Like, this girl sang. Yes. Down, and she just robbed the songs that she chose was so intentional. For her to sing I'm going down like that. Oh my goodness. And I love the way he, the way she does slowly. Oh, the growl. One up and down. I had to make sure to record that one at least because I got it. And the way oh. she does that, oh my gosh. Yo. And she yeah. did it so effortlessly. And then let's also discuss. Where she is in, she's in the the beat of Virgo's groove, and she's over here singing, singing down her catalog with the with the background of Virgo's groove going on. Like, say yep. my name, say my name. Yes. And you got like, and you got me speechless. Like, so <laughs> you are running through your catalog while Virgo's groove. Plays in the background, oh, and everything is it, it matches. It's in sync the entire time. It's so in sync, like it, you. It's crazy. It must be. It's it's like she wrote those lyrics for that song, and some of those songs are twenty years old. Yes. Oh my god, y'all like, just don't understand. That that is one that I wish I would have gotten on camera because I would love to just go back and listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Because I want to learn it. Yeah. Like, it that, was, that was insane to me. Like, truly insane to me. Because you ran through your catalog in under a minute. Yes. From and every album. Have. From if She went through every album, including some distant child stuff. She yes. Has... Like, you have to give it up for her. Like, you cannot stand her. Like it just it it who thinks of that? She's incredible, y'all. Honestly, truly. That woman is so damn talented. Like, there is no way where she should be compared to anybody else. And I'm gonna say this, and anybody. I know I know people are not going to agree with this because she's a woman. <clears throat> but Beyonce is the greatest entertainer of all time. Oh, for and sure. And I know we have Michael Jackson that we've experienced in his lifetime. And I, I know people who went to his concerts and said he was super amazing. And I believe it. But Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. Something that Michael didn't execute that much was the intensity that she sings and how she dances. Beyonce is a show woman. That, like the intricate details that she does is just phenomenal. Like for her to go into Black Parade and Savage on that little motor, the that tank. little motor thing that she got, you know what I'm saying? That that little stripper pole, the mobile stripper pole. pole. Yeah, like even that 
it's so smart because those songs are super gritty. Like, yes. it got like a, a rough rider kind of vibe to it. People look at it like, oh, she just want to ride down the stage. No, 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 no. It's the detail. If you think about like, matter of fact, like a, a soldier, a tank truck, yeah. like I'm coming through hard. She brought that truck out on her harder, more grungy son. It's the details that matter and you bitches cannot understand it. Damn. I'm with you. When you write, you write because I guarantee you if Michael Jackson was still alive or Whitney Houston was still alive, they would have been at those concerts. At that Absolutely. concert. They mm-hmm. would they have gone to a Taylor Swift concert? No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Like it's no shade, Tato. It's no shade because I, I like I like you. Like I have a few of your songs. You got you got a few bops that I listen to on the iPod. Mm-hmm. Um but they they like <laughs> But you can't, what is it? You can't compare, compare where you can't compete? Yes. Sure. Do y'all see what I see? You see what oh, just yeah, happened? That was, that was he, it. He did because he knew what I was trying to say. And I didn't want to get him wrong because y'all bitches going to try and uh, drag me because I did it. I said it. Flip, 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 flip. You be like Sheree. Why Sheree and uh, Candy? Why am I getting so much backlash? You wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't clear. <laughs> like you really can like it like no one out there is doing on tour what beyonce is doing you bitches wouldn't know and can never and will never in the words of Nicki minaj you bitches can't have my spot until i start raising some children and even then, I'll go for Beyonce because she raised her children. And she's still oh, here. Wait, I was saying, even then, hell, mm-hmm. one of her children be on the stage with her almost every night. And, and you know what? Let's clock in. Let's clock in. Let's give clock in about Blue. Give it up for Niece. Give it Let's up for Niece. Because for hold on, because for all you bitches who over here was talking about her, because yep. she yep. y'all said, oh, she ain't like her mama. She yep. can't dance. She need to go back and practice some more. Eat yep. your fucking words. Yep. Because that bitch slays, and excuse me for calling her a bitch because she is, she's like, what, 12, 13 years old now? Yeah, she's but, a preteen. Huh? She a preteen, you right. I think like 11. Okay. But mama ran through them dance moves like it was nothing. Did we mm-hmm. not forget on Homecoming when she was teaching her mama them dance moves? Because Blue that- Ivy is a choreographer. That's what y'all don't know. She is the, man- she is the tour manager. Set designer, actually. Costume. The light. Hello. <laughs> That's why she, she came out. She, she said, You other dancers, y'all not dance. getting it. Come on. Like, let's on like, top. We probably said, Okay, mama. So when we go to Houston, we I need I want you to wear pearls because you are a Southern Belle. Hello? And like mm-hmm. that outfit was perfect. Like, and it didn't mm-hmm. translate in my mind actually until you said it. When we oh, were uh, after we talked, yes, after we mm-hmm. talked about it, it's like that. That makes perfect sense. Like the polka dotted dress and how like spread mm-hmm. out it was, or fl- uh, flared out it was with the yep. pearls, like the very intentional, mm-hmm. gorgeous, and it ate down. She said, "Mother, I'm home. I'm home now, honey." Yes, Houston. Yeah, Blue Ivy clocked on that damn stage. Let me tell. You. When it came time for the song, the girls were standing. And 
how we were angled sitting, I can look directly down and see signs. There was a sign that said, Blue, I love you. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a teenage girl. Like, y'all don't understand the impact that Blue Ivy has on when Beyonce said, give it up for the legendary Blue Ivy car. Correct. It, it, she is. The, the girls who going to understand, they going to understand. Correct. The way that little girl commanded that stage, and Beyonce performs in stadiums. So to translate that, where people go watch people throw the, fall, the, the, the ball and, and kick it around and shit for football, <laughs> Beyonce has stadiums like that packed out. So for Blue to put those little boots to work on that big ass stage and, and command the crowd. And even be in the little some little heels. I she like just, you can't deny the worth ethic, the work ethic of Blue Ivy Carter. Granny at a war winner. Age, mm-hmm. At a young age. It's just and it's just like a child actor. Yep. You have some child actors where their work ethic was out of this world. And the same can be said for Blue Ivy Carter. Mm-hmm. Because to go on stage every night in front of thousands of strangers and you have not done this before. At all. And you chose, like your mama chooses, I don't know if her mama chose it, her daddy chose it, or Blue said, get me on that stage, whoever chose it. But to choose... Blue. Blue. <laughs> to choose this tour, okay, ass. To choose this tour to show her daughter off in such a way that was beautiful and the song choice, like that, like my bloodline on the front line, and then she for what? And she pauses. Y'all don't get it. Come on. Come Y'all don't on. get it. Y'all don't get it. Blue. Like we you can all, tell she's having fun. She's having fun. Like, oh. and, and, the, and the dances that she's doing and the moves that she's doing, they're not, they're not as intricate as how some of Beyonce's uh other tours were. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is these dances are the dances are free. They're mm-hmm. free. And they allow you to move in a way that it's easy to learn. Like yep. we all knew that dance move from when she did when she released Black is King. Mm-hmm. So yep. it was like when she put because she didn't do it in the video. Her mama just did it in the video. Yep. So the fact that she went from just being like mouthing the words in the video to now here she is. Dancing and doing ready for again, like just give my Beyonce Beyonce and Blue are the healthy version of Fiona and um Cordelia (laughs) from the (laughs) yeah. If you watch American Horror Story season three, (gasps) when it was time for a new Supreme to eventually come around, that's true, Fiona. Fiona was kicking bitches' ass, collaborating with black witches to try yeah. to prevent it. Beyonce and Blue said, one day, I'm going to be sitting at home, chilling and relaxing on my millions and billions. Yes. It is time for you, my child, to come along. And Blue said, and I, oh, let's I, talk in, girl. 
I feel like it the in a way like the torch was passed because Honestly. Mama Tina used to do it for Beyonce where she was making she was making all of Destiny Child's outfits for for shows, for music videos, for concerts, tours. And now here we are, let's fast forward. Beyonce is giving her daughter a platform. Yep. To be free. To be free. Be free. And to see, like, and you can see it every, like, and I know you haven't seen all of them, but to see those video, that video footage every night of Beyonce just being able to be a mom right. on that stage for mm-hmm. even if it's just for, for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And to be so I'll very be. proud. Yes. Weak. And I Weak. know, like, just like for 30 seconds, she is not, she's not a, a legend. She's not Beyonce. She's a mother. Watching and her child. Just that 30 seconds, watching her child balloon. Yep. Yep. And you can tell. And I get so offended when people try to say that, well, not offended, but I, I get disheartened. When people try to say Beyonce doesn't, you know, believe in God or doesn't, she's not a God worshiper or whatever. Right. I get disheartened because as a fan, I've seen her thank that man above for how he blesses her, how he blesses us on so many occasions. But the level of gratitude that she showed for her child was just top tier. It very much so. It's like, give it up for the legendary blue, Ivy Carter. Oh, yeah. And I know her daddy is just... And the fact that he hasn't... Like, he ain't got to do nothing. He goes to every show every night as if it's his first time seeing the performance. Mm -hmm. Because he's her assistant. And it just... It that that is how you create a healthy, famous family. Mm-hmm. Unlike no shade to the Kardashians, but that is what a healthy, famous family looks like. And I know not they're not perfect. I'm sure they have like issues within their family. We all do, but they don't show theirs. Because mm-hmm. Beyonce said, "What y'all not gonna do, y'all?" Y'all are not gonna uh, come for me anymore in interviews and all this other stuff. Like I, my family is gonna be my family. That is my peace, and y'all are not going to destroy that. Yep. So, I applaud her for even like putting blue on this tour and letting her shine. Hmm. Yeah, and and I'm glad that blue has this moment to look back on. Cause she like Blue may go to school and never do music again, right? You know, but she can say that she was a part of the highest grossing world tour ever. She was a part of history, mm-hmm. and like she won her first Grammy. Yeah, like not many 12, 13 year olds can say I won my first Grammy at, at the time. What she's what 10, 11, maybe I want to say 10, 9 or 10. Like, not many 10-year-olds can say that. Grammy Award winning button. Don't play with her. Don't play with her. She is not resume already known. Y'all, come on. She is not one of them. 
And we will go to bed for her. We will defend her. Like sure will, baby. Her. And in the in the day where Sir wanna start rapping or tap dancing, standing him too. Whatever you want to do, sir. If, I got you. If me want to be a, you want to a, a model, do nails, right? Do nails, do hair. If you want to follow in your Stand. grandma's footsteps, mm -hmm. I would be like that. Down, because I love to see little black children in good spaces and good healthy dynamics, feeling free. Yes. But before we move on, let's discuss the wardrobe. Okay. Beyonce rich as fuck, y'all. And that's just, a, that's, that's, I'm, I'm gonna say that, and that's actually describes the wardrobe. She's rich as fuck. Baby, because that's one thing we did not know she was going to do. We thought, oh, okay, you know, she's gonna do a few changes here and there. Every, mm -hmm. you know, tour, every show wasn't gonna be the same outfit. But when she started, Changing the opening outfit every single night, right? And it's it's baby, you can't find that anywhere else. Everything that she had on, mo majority of the stuff that she had on, you really couldn't find anywhere else. Yeah, they make it when you have the coin, honey. You better zip your zipper down, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ching a ling ching ching. I know that's right. Y'all, her tour yeah. look. The out like <laughs> these these oh, outfits were stunning. And the like all like all of the outfits were just they were magnificent. Like there's no way to describe it. Like it's like you can't like I can pick my favorite one, but it could change the next day. I mean, and as of right now, my favorite one is her opening outfit that she did for Houston because I was there. Sickening. Sick, sick, like, sick, sickening choice. We are, she's a Southern Belle and Darius and I are Southern gents. Sick. So we got, we got a little bit of Belle in us. But I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like, it was a representation. With a hat on a, on a, a huge ass hat. white Kentucky Derby ass hat coming out that goddamn. With some white wow. Yeah, with the white, the white. Oh wait, hold on. Do you remember the White Glove Society from that Sir Raven? I do. When she, that's episode when she was um when she was hearing things. Yeah, she had a cold. <laughs> yeah, the psychic cold. That's what that's what I imagine her like. Now that you said that, that's what I imagine like her having just the white gloves on mm. with I'm the sick. with the sickening hat. Ooh. Oh, but, she, but mom had to show up the hair because the hair was and it was there not the a piece out of place you understand oh even if and i don't know if you saw the footage you could find it but when it rained at one of the concerts oh yeah i know it rained in chicago too didn't it and the hair was still it made that it made the concert 10 times better in my eyes yeah yeah, I mean, it's just okay. I'm sorry. He's but, going, what is it, a ASMAR? A simmer. I call it a simmer. A simmer. <laughs> <laughs> a simmer. A mock ball. A simmer. Uh, 
Simma Simma, who got the keys to the bimbo? Mmm. Robert. What's up? Let's play a fun game before you go. Okay. Dang, it's that time already? It's that time already. But Is before it? we go, we're going to go to another break, and then we'll be right back. Be right back. 